Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1805. How long should a full body workout be? And slow reps versus fast reps for muscle growth. Which is better? Both by Christian Finn of muscleebo.net. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, welcome to another Saturday edition of Optimal Health Daily. Remember, this is just one of a bunch of podcasts we read to you from blogs for free. So you don't have to read them yourself. Except on Fridays. That's where I answer your questions. Now to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. Now today, I have two posts for you, and I usually do that when the posts are a bit on the shorter side. So let's get right to both of them and start optimizing your life. How long should a full body workout be? By Christian Finn of MuscleEvo.net. There are no hard and fast rules about how long a full body workout should be. On average, it's probably going to take somewhere between 30 minutes and two hours. It all depends on how often you're training, what your goals are, and the amount of volume your muscles need to grow. How often are you training? Most people using full body workouts for the purposes of building muscle are lifting weights two to three days a week. In this case, an effective workout will last somewhere between 45 minutes and two hours. However, if you're training more often, say four to five days a week, you can spread the same amount of work across more training sessions. As a result, each workout won't last as long. For example, let's say that you're lifting weights twice a week, with each workout lasting a total of one hour, making for a total of two hours of training each week. But if you were to add an extra couple of workouts so that you're training four days a week, the length of each session can be reduced. The same amount of work is now being spread across four workouts rather than two, making each workout shorter. How quickly do you want to gain muscle? Perhaps you're trying to gain as much muscle as you can as quickly as possible, and you're willing to do whatever it takes to carve out the time necessary to achieve that goal. If so, a full body workout might last anywhere between one to two hours. On the flip side, putting on muscle might be one of several goals you're working on at the moment. 
spending one to two hours in the gym isn't something you have the time for, and you're willing to accept the fact that building the muscle you want is gonna happen more slowly. What type of training are you doing? Two people might do the same total number of sets, but one uses supersets while the other doesn't. All other things being equal, the use of supersets will make for shorter workouts, even though the muscle-building stimulus generated by both training sessions will be roughly identical. How many sets do your muscles need to grow? Beginners tend to respond very quickly to even a small amount of resistance training and don't require as many sets to make their muscles grow. Because of that, they can get away with shorter workouts. But as the weeks and months go by, your body adapts and the gains will slow down. To continue making progress, you'll need more work. That work will typically come in the form of more sets, which in turn will make for longer workouts or a shift to some kind of split routine. People are also different in the sense that one person might require more sets than another to stimulate the same level of hypertrophy. As a result, they'll need to spend more time in the gym. To sum up, there's no single correct amount of time that a full body workout should last. There are so many factors to consider, from training frequency to the amount of stimulation your muscles need to grow, that it's impossible to say exactly how long a full body workout should last. On average, it's gonna be somewhere between 30 minutes and two hours. For the majority of people, that will be enough to get the job done. Slow reps versus fast reps for muscle growth. Which is better? By Christian Finn of muscleevo.net. If you want to build muscle, should your reps be slow or fast? What's going to give you the best results? Here's a quick summary of the latest research on rep speed and muscle growth. A study from a team of Brazilian scientists compared two different rep speeds, two seconds per rep and six seconds per rep. Subjects taking part in the study trained each leg twice a week, doing three to four sets on the leg extension machine with each set separated by three minutes of rest. With leg extensions, you normally work both legs together. But in this study, the men trained one leg at a time, which meant that each leg could be trained using different rep speeds. All sets were taken to failure, where the subjects were unable to complete another rep through a full range of motion. The amount of weight lifted, number of sets, as well as the amount of rest taken between each set was identical. So what happened? Who gained the most muscle? After 14 weeks of training, ultrasound scans showed no significant difference in muscle growth between the two legs. Irrespective of rep speed, the rectus femoris and vastus lateralis, two of the muscles that make up the quads, grew at much the same rate. One of the main limitations of this study is the fact it was done on untrained beginners who tend to grow no matter what they do. So would trained participants respond in the same way? A follow-up study published in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research done with trained versus untrained subjects also shows no advantage to slower rep speeds. This time, a group of men who'd been lifting weights for at least three years and were able to squat an average of double their body weight took part in the study. The study was set up in much the same way. Participants trained one leg with a fast rep speed, taking one second to lift and lower the weight. The other leg was trained with a slower tempo, one second to lift the weight and three seconds to lower it. The men did sets of eight to 10 reps in weeks one to four, with a fourth set added in weeks five to eight. A two-minute and three-minute rest interval was allowed between sets and each leg, respectively. To ensure that differences in training volume didn't skew the results, volume load, or sets, 
times reps times weight was equated between legs. After eight weeks of training, there were no significant differences in muscle growth, whether the reps were done using a fast or slow speed. Much like the findings in untrained subjects, slower reps had no benefits for hypertrophy. Most other research on the subject shows that intentionally slow training speeds failed to deliver superior gains in muscle mass compared to regular training speeds. While slowing down your reps may make your workout feel harder, it's unlikely to help you build muscle any faster. You just listened to the post titled, How Long Should a Full Body Workout Be? and Slow Reps versus Fast Reps for Muscle Growth, Which is Better? Both by Christian Finn of MuscleEvo.net. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. A few weeks ago, I read a post from Dr. Jenny Brockus where she discussed the power of slowing down our repetitions when we're weightlifting. So on the surface, it sounds like we have some contradictory information here. In the second post I read today, the author, Christian, said that slower reps may not help you build muscle any faster. But here's the difference. In Dr. Brockus's article, she talked about how slowing down your repetitions can actually help prevent dementia. She wasn't talking about muscle growth. What scientists are finding is that by slowing down your repetitions, you have to spend more time focusing on what you're doing. You have to think about the movements you're performing. And this extra attention and focus may help make the brain perform better as we age. So again, the information wasn't contradictory. Instead, they addressed two different health effects. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber of the show. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.